welcome to the Liberal Conservative Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Wayne. So in this week's episode, I got to warn you that this episode, I quote some explicit content in books. Uh, language may not be appropriate for children. However, as you may know, these books are being available, made available to students in schools across the country by a select group of teachers. So my podcast will normally not have explicit content in it. We'll deal with hot button issues. Some on, are on the liberal side and some are on the conservative side. And so that's where I get the name of the podcast, obviously, the Liberal Conservative Podcast. So in this episode, this episode is called Books Banned. Um, let me give you a little bit about myself. I am now in my third year of teaching, fourth year of teaching. And, my, and I feel like I finally know what I'm doing as a teacher, but I still have a lot to learn. So also, um, I've dreamed of starting a podcast for a few years now. And the reason is, is because the media has gotten so far left and so far right that Americans, which I believe are in the majority, are left with just bias crap coming out of the media. So, and, um, you know, I feel like I am, like most Americans, right in the middle of the political spectrum. So let's get started with books banned. So in October of 2022, I went to an English teachers conference in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I teach at a large suburb in Oklahoma City, and this was close. Um, I feel like I am a very good writer, and I teach English very well, but teaching writing is hard. And I wanted to get some more experience in, in teaching writing to my, to my kids. So the keynote speaker at the conference was this lady named Summer Boysomer. Boysomer, I believe. So, and let me give you an expert excerpt of her bio that they read during her introduction at this conference. And it says, her story is one of standing for educational freedom and the consequences that can come from political rhetoric when it's used as a weapon to silence educators. Let me tell you about this story. So in August of 2022, so this would have been, you know, a couple months after the conference was in October 2022. So in August of 2022, um, Summer Boysomer was a teacher in the Norman Public School at a high school in Norman, Oklahoma. And she resigned after posting in her classroom a QR code to the book's unbanned page of the Brooklyn Public Library. So she posted this on the first day of school. And she placed the QR code in her room and it said, books the state doesn't want you to read. Now, of course, parents file a complaint, right? Um, the conservative media outlets branded her an indoctrinator. The liberal media outlets branded her a martyr. Um, on this issue, I tend to be to side with the conservative point of view, and here's why. So in my first year of teaching English, one of the books on the reading list was The Crucible. After reading a book, I usually show the movie if there is one corresponding to the book and, and it's a reward for the kids and they, and they seem to enjoy it. And they always comment how they have this picture in their mind of, of what the characters look like. And it's always different, which is fun to me. So anyway, when I started to show the movie for the crucible, the department had warned me that there was a nude scene in the movie and I needed to skip over that part. So in my opinion, the precedent is now set. Some things should not be allowed in classrooms. So in movies, there appears to be a belief on, on a belief on both sides of the political spectrum that nudity is not appropriate in the classroom. And for example, if I showed a sex scene in the classroom or or a, a porno to, to go to the extreme, I would probably be rightfully terminated. So 
With movies, it appears that that there's a belief on both sides, like I just said, um, and and we're together on that. However, um, on this on this summer boy summer, the liberal media lost their minds over it. They called it. They said this was censorship and book banning. Uh, they wanted you to believe that there were conservatives piling books out in the parking lots of schools and burning them, and this is obviously not the case. The legislators have made rules saying, saying simply saying. These books do not have a place in the school library, which I tend to agree. Um, I've not read these books, but I, I researched them and read lots of expert excerpts from them. And, and I have kids and I would not want these books. I wouldn't want my kids to have these links to these books or be reading these books. Um, there's no place in them in any primary or secondary school. Just like movies with cursing, nudity, or violence, we can't show them. So, and I've not heard of one teacher complaining that we should be able to show one of these movies. Um, in fact, my first year of teaching, um, I remember a teacher got in trouble for showing um, Full Metal Jacket. So, I mean, you don't hear a teacher on the liberal side or conservative side ever complaining about not showing nudity in the classrooms. And these books were, were pornographic, really. So if a mo if to me if a university wants these books in their library that's their choice or if a parent chooses to allow their kids to read these books that's their right also um, but teachers like Summer Boysmer have no place interacting with kids um, teachers like Summer Boysmer are the reason teachers are criticized and are not trusted so my job as a teacher is to educate not indoctrinate and in my opinion summer boysmer attempted to indoctrinate students and she has no business in education and i do believe she's working at, at a book banned books um organization somewhere I, i'd read um but you know if you don't if you don't agree with the laws that these politicians are saying you know they're saying that these books are not appropriate then our system you know we're, we live in a republic we have an avenue to make changes so and I will tell you, my trip to the Oklahoma Council of Teachers of English to this to this conference was a huge disappointment. I had hoped to gain information on becoming a better educator, and what I really got was a, a political rally. So, okay, um, let's take a short break from the books band segment. So I'm going to have a segment every week called Outlandish Headlines of the Week. And these headlines are mainly from CNN and Fox, but NBC and CBS and ABC, they get into it sometimes too. Um, and some of these headlines, and when you start reading these these articles, they just make you laugh. So in this week's outlandish headlines, I'm going to look at first Fox News. So yesterday was the opening of the 2023 college football season, and the Colorado Buffaloes upset TCU. Um, I saw everyone heaping praise on Deion Sanders. He's the head coach of Colorado. However, I saw that there was an article in Fox that, Usually I do not agree with Fox or a lot of what Fox says, but in this one I actually agreed. So Jamel Hill, who is used to be a reporter at ESPN, and she got fired for some uh, violating some Twitter stuff, I believe. I don't remember the exact reason, but um, she claimed that there were racist dog whistles and, a, and lots of racist code words used against Deion Sanders. And I was, I was thinking while I'm reading this, I was like, seriously? I was like, can't we just be happy for Sanders? I mean, in my opinion, pundits, the pundits on of college football were right to question him. He had zero coaching experience prior to going to Jackson State. He did well at a small school, but that's not a Power 5 school. And as I said before, he had zero coaching experience in, in sports, really. So, 
This was his first Power 5 coaching job at Colorado, and the people were right to wonder. You know, I didn't hear anything yesterday from the pundits except praise for Deion Sanders, and a lot of them admitted they were wrong about his coaching. So to me, Jamel Hill is borderline suffering from paranoia. She and other others like her in the media love to promote hate, and I don't get it. You know, the media does more to divide us than any other institution, I believe. It's just crazy. So let's move to this week in CNN news. And I will tell you what surprised me about this week in CNN news was not an outlandish headline. I read about four to five news agencies a day, read their websites and, and read several articles. A lot of my, I get a lot of my news from, from Europe and it's funny. They almost make fun of us for the way our media handles things. And, and which is hypocritical because like if anyone knows about English news agencies, they're outlandish too. But with CNN this week, it was actually a lack, the lack of a headline. So um, in European news, a lot of what is considered middle ground news in the in the U.S. is a big deal. And this one is President Biden and his son Joe Biden are accused of taking bribes from foreign countries such as the Ukraine and China. So in my opinion, they impeached Trump over things that were not a crime. Yet if you listen to the European news and if you read a lot of what's happening, Biden has really committed treason. And he sold out our country. If these things are true, he sold out our country for foreign money. And now, let me tell you, I am not a, a MAGA Trump forever guy. I believe that he's too far right on a lot of topics that I care about. However, there's one thing that I can say about Trump. When he says something, it's usually true. I mean, look at when he said the Obama administration had tapped his phones. You know, Obama oh, denied, denied, denied. But it turned out they used some questionable tactics to get wiretap warrants. And... My stance on this just doesn't sit squarely on the Republican side, though. I believe Republicans did the same thing to Bill Clinton. I was in the military when Bill Clinton um, got elected. And both Bill Clinton and Donald Trump were outsiders to Washington. And the people in power were extremely worried about these two presidents. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Hunter Biden and, and Joe Biden. But I will tell you, that these type of things make me worry about our government. So, you know, it appears that they will come after anyone who opposes their views. And the Justice Department worries me. You know, they, they are going after Donald Trump. And from everything I've read, the, the likelihood of them getting convictions on him are slim to none. Now, it may, it may happen. I... I I obviously don't have all the information because a lot of it's sealed. So anyway, I just want you to know how how I feel about that. And uh, we'll get back to uh, we'll get back to the book banning portion of the podcast right now. So as I told you before, I am a parent and I do not want teachers like Summer Boy Summer around my children. So I don't want school boards who push their beliefs on on parents involved in my schools. I am extremely disappointed in the Oklahoma Council of Teachers of English. So this is who made Summer Boy Summer to be a hero. You should have saw the people just heaping praise on her. Um, you know, if they would concentrate on making better educators than, and not political activism, our schools would be in a much better place. So I'm going to read you a summary and some experts from the books Boysomer thought were okay for kids to read. And some of the books included uh, a book called Gender Queer, a book called Lawn Boy, 
um, a book called All Boys Aren't Blue. This book is Gay is another one, and Out of Darkness is another one. And I just pulled these, and I started looking. So I went to Amazon Kindle, and I researched some of these titles. First thing I noticed on, gen on Gender Queer is a warning label notifying me that this book, um, this is a book for 18 and older. Keep in mind, Boysomer was a high school teacher. So in Gender Queer, Gender Queer is about a, a girl struggling with her sexuality. And it's a comic book, um, or, or what today they call a graphic novel. Um, in the book, there are depictions of sexual intercourse between two men. Um, now, the fact that it's intercourse between two men, in my opinion, is irrelevant. It's books, it's depicting sexual intercourse, period. You know, however, as I said earlier, it's not okay to play a movie showing sexual nudity in class. Then it's to me, it's not okay for to let kids read a book, <clears throat> excuse me, directing, uh, depicting sex in class. In addition, there's there's oral sex between two women using a strap on. It's just not okay for a high school setting or or a, a secondary setting, junior high, obviously. Okay. Um, Next book I read some experts, excerpts from is, is Lawn Boy, and it references a 10-year-old fourth grader engaging in homosexual acts. Um, I'm going to quote this. It says, I touched Doug Goebel's dick, and he touched mine. It goes on to say, what if I told you I touched another guy's dick? What if I told you I sucked it? I put Doug Goebel's dick in my mouth. I was in fourth grade. He sucked mine, too. Highly inappropriate, right? So recently there have been several news stories about parents coming to liberal school boards and complaining about the books like the ones that we just talked about being in school libraries. And I find it ironic and hypocritical that these school boards will shut teachers down for reading the same books they place in our children's libraries. I've seen quotes and tw tweets from teachers unions that say parents have no right to decide what their teachers are taught, or I'm sorry, what their children are taught from teachers. And this astounds me. It's just like, what do you mean we have no right to, to say, decide what our teachers are, what our children are taught by the teachers? So in the last few years, there's been several, you know, many instances where school boards are attempting to distribute books of sexually explicit content in children's libraries. And the school boards are appalled by the response from the parents. And let me give you some examples. So in Cherokee County, Georgia, I think this was two years ago. A mother found a sexually ex explicit book was being made available to children. The mom was reading the, the, an excerpt from the book. She was interrupted by a school board member. The, the board member said, excuse me, there are children at home. We're streaming this media. And it's like, wait, what? So, and in Colorado, in the Adams 12 district, which is in Denver, a mother tried to read excerpts from the Gender Queer and Lawn Boy, and Lawn Boy which are two of the books listed in Boysmer's classes. She also tried to read ex excerpts from a book called Fun Home, which is about discovering masturbation. Part of this quote said, I got a new strap-on harness today. It will fit my dildo perfectly. I can't wait to have my cock in your mouth. I'm going to give you the blowjob of your life. Then I want you inside me. And the school board, of course, they shut her down, right? And they asked her not to ex read explicit content in the meeting. And once again, this just astounds me. And it seems to astound most parents. You know, I said earlier, if I show pornography in a classroom, I would be rightfully fired, right? So now, in my opinion, the only dispute these school boards had, have is the medium of delivery. One medium is a book that these school boards deem appropriate. And one is a movie that both sides of the political spectrum can agree Nudity is not a, a allowed to be seen or should not be shown in school classrooms. 
So as I told you before, I'm an English teacher and I'm also in a teacher's union. I do not support their beliefs. I believe teachers unions are, um, I believe teachers unions are distancing themselves from, from the middle America and they're going to lose support and they've already lost support. You know, I'm in a union because in, in, they support you if, if you get sued, which is very, happens a lot in teaching. Um, it's, it's very unfortunate that I have to protect myself from being sued. And it's like making a deal with the, with the devil, with these unions, you know, these unions have supported the school boards. And as you remember, they tried to get parents branded as terrorists through the Biden administration. I'm only in my fourth year of teaching and it shocks me how the few members of the union leadership are getting rich off slimy politics while teachers barely make a livable wage. You know, in my opinion, teachers unions and teachers like Summer Boysmer are the main reason we teachers have such terrible relationship with parents. Parents do not like teachers. Parents do not trust teachers. And I hope this episode of the Liberal Conservative restores some faith in teachers. So at least a few parents. So I want to tell you, um, Thanks for listening. This is my first episode. I hope you'll continue to follow my podcast. Um, feel free to suggest to suggest material. Most of my podcasts are going to be 15 to 20 minutes. I don't pe- believe people have time to sit and listen for an hour. You know, if you're on your way home and you have 15 minutes, I hope you listen. Um, I hope you'll stick to me. I'm going to post them originally. For now, I'm going to post on YouTube, on the the Liberal Conservative Podcast YouTube channel, and then hopefully I can get them approved for um, Spotify and and iTunes and and, uh, some other podcast platforms. So thank you again for listening. I hope you'll listen again soon. We are going to, I'm going to get into some things, um, marijuana legalization um, and some use of force in a sense. Um, or social justice reform, things like that soon. And uh, so I hope you'll come back and listen. Thank you for your time. Uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you in my next episode.